Yo. I'm not dead. I'm not dead. I'm in my A. I was in my A for a minute. But I'm not dead. What's good? The homie Anthony TJ Andrews here with a long overdue. Rooftop Chronicles, what's what's gully, you guys? How how you doing? You probably asking me, how we doing? How you doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I'm good. I'm I'm not dead. I'm not dead. Alright? I mean I, let me just go ahead and like be super transparent and give you the lowdown, right? So I had to quarantine because uh I had gotten some news that I was exposed to someone who had contracted COVID, right? COVID-19. So um, I went and got tested and uh, had to quarantine for about nine days and um, got my test results back and they came back negative. Everything is good to go. Um, No, no, no COVID-19. So that is like definitely praiseworthy. You know what I'm saying? That is definitely God. Because there's so many out here who are dealing with this virus, man. And um, and what it did for me was like it it gave me a new sense of uh, just of awareness of how like how many people are affected or how we all have been affected by this, you know, to some in a way where they have lost their life to it. So in no way, shape or form am I trying to like make this make this light you know it's not at all and i pray that everybody is being very safe wearing your mask and you know continuing to wash your hands and just continuing to be you know very proactive about you know social distancing yourselves and things of that nature and if you are dealing with it if somebody that you know has dealing with it, or even if you feel as though you've been you know around someone or you've been affected by it in some type of way or you've been exposed to it in some type of way get tested you know um Quarantine, do what you have to do, and pray to God, the healer, the healer of all diseases. Pray to Him more so than anything. But I'm not dead, right? I'm not dead. And um, man, honestly, like I've been kind of trying to figure out what I was going to say to you guys. And I, I, and I always say that on every every freaking podcast. I'm like, I ain't, I ain't know what to say, so you know. Uh, so I thought I was going to do a podcast. Like, I, I think it's been about two, three weeks now. You know what I'm saying? Um, maybe in a, even a month, you know, from uh, me just doing my last podcast. My last podcast was on Father's Day. If you haven't checked that out, I would really advise you to go check that out. Talking about my pops. Talking about my father, um, James Andrews Jr. or Teddy, um, my father. So um, share it with other people and hopefully it'll bless your life. It does just talk about my father, talks about, you know, how my uh, heavenly father has, has been there for me and in so many different ways. And um, that is what's so important. My heavenly father is not only my father, but he was he was my father's father. You know, he's the first. He's, he, he is it. I heard someone say that God is the only uncreated thing. He always was. He all, and that's dope. He was. He is. There is no one before him. There was no one after him. He is it. So that was a little 
kind of a roundabout. We got a couple roundabouts here in Lynchburg or whatever. But that was a roundabout. Now I'm getting back off to where I was when I'm saying I'm not dead. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not dead. Um, one thing I have learned throughout this entire time, um, you know, with the pandemic, with with you know churches being reopened, with us going through the certain phases of things. Um, one thing I have learned is that God is is definitely calling us to like death, right? This this Christian walk with God is literally about losing our lives, right? So we can gain it. And in some instances, in some other foreign countries, it is about you verbally making a confession that could inevitably leave you with no longer being here on this planet, you know, and um, we are we are not some we're, we're I guess we're fortunate to not have to deal with that. But those days may come, you know, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and act like <laughs> those days aren't on the brink of of coming because I feel like everything's going to go according to plan and those days will come you know what I'm saying will we confess those days you know what I'm saying or confess Jesus as our Lord but um yeah this walk is about us losing things and it's about death right not maybe as I said not not necessarily death from a uh, a natural standpoint from where we are from this part of the world that we're in but definitely from a spiritual standpoint from a psychological standpoint from an emotional standpoint and um, God is always challenging us to, you know, let the dead bury the dead, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? He's always challenging us to lose. Hey, in this season, you're, this is going to happen. You know, you have to cut this off so you can get here. This is going to die so you can get here. You know what I'm saying? Um, another great quote from... You know, one of the pastors that I listened to, Ty Tribbett, he just, well, not a great quote, a little story, a little statement that he made was uh, he was asking God about discernment and, and he wanted God to teach him how to discern things. And he said, hey, he said that God told him to go and look at the trees. He was like, you know, what do you see? He's like, you know, oh, the trees don't have leaves, Lord. And he was like, ah, he was like, he just knew that God would say, hey, this is my son in whom, in whom I'm well pleased. And he was like, no, like tree's not dead you know what I'm saying and there's not just you know nothing left to the trees it's like it's going through its cycle so it can reproduce again you know um he had said that hey the tree's dead it's like and God's like nah it's just re it's about to re-up again so I think that's the process that we're constantly going through losing to give up losing to give up losing to give up not necessarily losing to gain or losing to give up so someone else can live, but losing to gain so we can gain, you know, deeper and more intimate relationship with God. And that, my friends, is 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 what this thing is all about to me. I've been in this place. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been in a place where I've been like, yo, Lord, I surrender it all. I surrender all to thee, my precious savior. I surrender all, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's where God has had me. And, uh, he had me there last week. And, uh, because I was, 
Once again, I heard something from uh, another little pastor. Uh, um, he was saying that instead of bringing God your worries, instead of bringing him things that, you know, we just constantly think about, instead of bringing that back up to him again, instead of bringing our problems back up to him again, reassure him that he's able to do it. And by reassuring him that he's able to do it, we reassure ourselves that he is God, that he is our father, that he can do it. Because once we reassure him, it's, it's reassurance to us. We're not telling him something that he doesn't already know. It's basically for our benefit. So when we realize that we are about to lose something, we should not be afraid or go into this downward spiral that, oh my gosh, or this place of extreme mourning to where we don't think that we will never live again. There's a physical side to death where individuals and things are no longer here that we can prayerfully get through and get over. But the spiritual aspect, if we don't deal with that properly, then we will find ourselves in sinking sand. You know what I'm saying? And that is very, very dangerous. That's a very dangerous territory. How do I know that? Because we are all going through a very mournful time now. You know what I'm saying? And we may not, some may have experienced death from a natural standpoint of losing a loved one, which I'm very, very sorry for. And I'm definitely praying that, you know, God is there to comfort you. But we're also going through the death of things that we're really, really comfortable with and that we're really, really familiar with that God was just like, all right, I'm killing that. Right. Because all of those things, little do you know, they become idols and I can't have anybody else in my place. Right church the building itself has become an idol pastors like going to see them you know not spending our own time in the word but completely depending on the pastor to give us a word like guys like yo i'm killing that right now you know what i'm saying our jobs like our source of income where guys like nah i gotta take that from you because you're relying on that too much you know what i'm saying like what else uh extracurricular activities for me sports you know what i'm saying um i gotta kill that because that has become a source of joy that you just rely on too much like god takes things away from us not as a form of punishment but as a form of realignment so we can realign ourselves back up with him not so he can just say ha 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 you know i'm so i'm, I'm making fun of you no he's like no i gotta take this away from you because this thing here is, is, is unstable. It's not really tried. It's not solid. It's not solid. It's not solid. It is unstable ground. So I had to shake this thing up, man. I had to kill it. I had to kill your daily routine. I had to kill what you're going through. I had to kill regal movie theaters because I want to just go see a goddamn movie. I really do. But I had to kill the access that you have to certain things because you needed to be realigned back up with me. So some of the things that we're longing for, we're mourning for those things because they're dead now. They're dead. We're literally in a time of a funeral, right? We're in the aftermath of a funeral for a lot of different things. And yet things are coming back, but they're not the same. I'm basically re-preaching Todd Trivia's message. He's, he's dope, like pastor. You guys got to listen to him. He's a pastor of live church in orlando florida i do not want to take credit for that but he like he gave me just it was such great wisdom but like that's a segue side note. but um 
Yeah, like we're we're mourning things right now. You know what I'm saying? And we're scrambling and we're mad dashing because like we're trying to figure out you're like, why am I so sad? You know what I'm saying? Or it's the reverse. It's like, man, I've never been this happy before. I'm spending time with my family, my marriage is good. Like, I just got more time on my hands. It's like God's like, exactly. Like, that's why I've been trying to freaking get you for a long time now. You had to, I had to clear your plate. Your plate was too full of all of this stuff that you knew you couldn't handle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you were eating with your eyes, bro. You know what I'm saying? Instead of, like, your stomach. Right? You just saw everything. You wanted to try and, and, and engulf or ingest all of those things. You know, goodness well, you can handle it. So I had to remove some of that stuff off your plate. And I think that's what God's doing, man. He... Oh, he, yeah, he, he, we're in the midst of it right now. And when it comes back, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be completely different. And it would best, it would be to our best interest that when those things do come back, we have a clearer understanding of where our source for joy and love and peace, where they really come from. They come from God. They come from a relationship with God they come from an understanding that God sent Jesus the first born amongst many brethren to this earth to die for us he was the perfect one the best example ever just talking to my wife about it Jesus was a G right literally he was a G he was a God he is God right but he experienced that makes me so excited. He experienced everything that we're going through. He experienced death. He experienced the feel of it, the mourning side of it. When he was in the garden of Gethsemane, Father, if it be that I will remove this cup away from me. Going out to check on his homies, well, who, you know, and, and saying, like, you couldn't wait and pray for me here for a little while? Just for a minute, bro? It's all good because I got to go through that to show the people who are coming after me, to show the people who came before me that I have overcome this world. Even with all of the feelings and the emotions that you feel, I have overcome it. So there can be one, one, one man, one man, and his name is Jesus. So there can be one that we can depend on and say, Jesus did it. We're after him. He is our teacher. He is our master. So we can overcome this world because our savior did it. We are not him. We are striving to be like him. But he's, he, he's, he's standing in our place. So every time God, God doesn't see us, he sees him. Jesus is our past. Jesus is, he's the, he's the reason why we live. So had he not done what he, he did for us, like we would, there would be no reason to live. So our lives are simply not our own. And our responsibility and our purpose and our destiny is to live our lives out because Jesus did it for us because that's the least we can do. The least. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God that you present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is a reasonable service. Reasonable, which is the least that you could do because you alone me alone I couldn't make it to heaven if Jesus hadn't come man 
getting into heaven is like getting into an expensive club. It's like almost like getting, trying to get into Lowe's without, without your ID. It ain't going to happen. You better get a membership, bro. My membership is Jesus. <laughs> you feel me? Access to heaven is because of Jesus. Hallelujah. You feel me? So the least that I can do before I get there is live my life. Is live my life in a reasonable way. To show him how grateful I am for what he's done for me. The least that I can do. Because I done messed up and jacked up crap so much, man. So, but yeah, so so dying, going back to death. Like, I'm not dead. Like, you're not dead. In, in Jesus, in God, we live, we move, we have our being. In him, we live, we move, we have our being. But that only comes after we die to ourselves. After we die to our own cravings, after we die to our own addictions, after we die to our own carnal thinking, right? Matthew 16, 25, it says, anyone who in, who intends to come with me has to let me lead. You're not in the driver's seat. I am. Don't run from suffering. Embrace it. Follow me and I'll show you how. Self-help is no help at all. One more time. Self-help is no help at all. Self-sacrifice is the way, my way, to finding yourself, your true self. What kind of deal is it to get everything you want but lose yourself? What could you ever trade your soul for? Right? 27, it says, don't be in such a hurry to go into business for yourself. Before you know it, the Son of Man will arrive with all the splendor of his Father. Accompanied by the army of angels. You'll get everything you have coming to you. A personal gift. This isn't pie in the sky. By and by. Some of you standing here. Are going to see it take place. See the son of man. In kingdom glory. I got. We got to lose. We got to die to gain everything. We got to die to gain true access. We got to die. And that's a hard pill to swallow. Die to our own desires. You know what I'm saying? Die to. Y'all know how I do, man. People just be blowing up my phone. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm sorry. I'm trying to put in another segue. That's what happened in like the last podcast. I mean, you know, but when certain people call, you got to pick up the phone. You, you did. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, yeah, like we got to die to certain things, man. And like, like we're going through this process of, of really mourning some of the things we we thought we needed like so bad. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that like worship with our congregation or at our regular church at our regular meeting place is bad no but i think god's like maybe we're too dependent on that worship maybe you got to get into your own secret place not to say that hearing from your pastor on the regular every sunday or wednesday is a bad thing maybe i'm saying maybe god's like yo i need you to get to the secret place so you can hear from me so you can develop this thing on your own bro there will probably come a time where we may not hear from pastors no more You know what I'm saying? We got to work out our own salvation for ourselves. 
We can't take pastors and congregations with us when we get to heaven. They're not going to be standing with us in front of judgment, in front of God. And they're not going to be able to sing and be like, oh, he's a great God. No, like God wants to know us personally and intimately. Like this is, dare I say it, this is a this is a part of the plan. This is all part of the plan. Jesus had to die so we could gain access. So what makes us think that we we won't have to get rid of some things so we can gain access? What makes us think we won't have to go through some hard times so we can gain access? But all things work together for good. For God. You know what I'm saying? All things work together for good. To them that love the Lord. To them who are called according to his purpose. God always works things out for our good and his glory. Or for his good and for his glory. His glory alone is what we're seeking for. His glory alone. His glory alone. H-G-A. SKB rapper. That's like has to be our forefront. And we will get to experience the blissfulness of a a, a, a life filled with many blessings, i.e., in the form of our marriage or our children or our jobs. Like those are the byproducts of who God is, but that's not the epitome. That's not the pie in the sky. That's not that's not it. That's not it. That's why we cannot live. Just for these things, there is a heaven. There is a relationship with God. There is a well done that we need to hear at the end of all of this. Well done as pertaining to you did a well done. I love how you handled your marriage. Well done. I love how you how you sacrificed and how you showed your children what it's like to be a godly man or a godly woman. Well done. I love how you handled situations when they came up. Well done. I love how you got to your secret place and we formed a relationship because I'm always talking to you. Another thing I learned in this process is is God is always speaking, bro. Or sister. (laughs) He's always talking. There's one point in time where I heard people say, God ain't talking that much. Like, yo, God always speaking. He's always speaking. Always. (laughs) He's definitely speaking in this time. God, dare I say it? God usually talks the most, the most when death occurs. <laughs> He's usually talking the most. When when you about to when when something's about to die, God's like, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I'm with you. You are my son. I love you. I'm here. It hurts. It does. I know you're afraid. I know you don't think you're going to make it out, but I got a plan for you. I got a purpose for you. I know. I know it's hard. I know you want to quit, but keep on coming. Keep on going. I got a plan for you. All this, all of this is going to work together for your good. Hey, hey, cast your cares upon me because I care for you. Yo, God is always freaking speaking. Probably more than what you think he's speaking. And it's probably the simplest things. I love you, son. I love you, daughter. You're a good mom. You're a good, you're a good father. You're a good provider. 
I'm going to I'm going to do something great in your family's life. I'm going to do something great in you. Oh, God speaking. He's speaking in this time, right? He's just reassuring us of who he is. He can use anything to speak to us. Movies, songs, people, weather, road signs, anything, sports. He can use it all because he created it all. So why wouldn't he be able to that gum use it? Death, he can use death. He can use death. He can use death. He can use a death that occurred in your life as a means to get to you. A message that he's been trying to get to you that, that, that really relies on your salvation. That, base, that is based upon the salvation of you or other people. He can use death. Oh God, he can use death. Lazarus, come forth. Yeah, he was dead. Think Mary, one of the sisters came up, had you been here, he wouldn't have been dead. But I know you're going to work all this out for your glory. <laughs> That's just real. You feel me? And the next thing you know, they're in Lazarus' house eating dinner with Lazarus at the table. Pass me the chicken. Because, man, was I hungry. Can, I, can a brother get a glass of water? I was parched. Ah, and water was right there at the table. Bingo, bango. The living water, bro. <laughs> yeah, God speaking. I'm not dead. You're not dead. Maybe we really don't think, maybe we really don't need the things that we think we need so much. Maybe we need to take those things like off of our number one, you know what I'm saying? Out of that number one slate and put God back at that number one slate. Maybe we need to be like, yo, like if I don't have another dose of God, then I'm not going to make it. Instead of another dose of sports, another dose of of a good time, another dose of just going to a restaurant, another dose of just, I don't know, another raise, I don't know, another job, I don't know, another game of basketball, I don't know, something, something, right, just another dose. In Jesus, we live, we move, and we have our being. In him, we live, we move, and we have our being. If anyone loses his life, you know what I'm saying? For my sake, he shall gain it. He'll gain it. How do I lose my life? I just surrender it all to you. I surrender. I surrender all. I surrender all. All to thee, my precious Savior. I surrender it all. My life my relationships, my family, my money. I can't, I, I don't even know how to manage it well anyway. I surrender it. My choices, my, my sexuality, whatever it is, whatever it is, I surrender it all to you because you're not intimidated by it. I lose my way, right? I lose my plans for my life because I don't even know the thoughts and the plans that you have towards me. You know them. My ways aren't your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. Your ways are high and above my thoughts. You know what's best for me. 
You do. And even when I think I know what's best for me, it's probably usually not. It's usually not. I'm not dead, bro. You're not dead. You're not dead. God's just trying to get us to a place. He's trying to get you to a place where you can live again. And maybe that place where we find life is is at his feet. It's in our secret place. But we're weeping and crying out to him and saying, I surrender. But we're reestablishing intimacy with him. That goes far beyond a physical experience, going out to eat, being at church and worship. You know what I'm saying? Not, not to say that those are bad things, but it goes far beyond that. This is a soul thing. This is a spirit thing. They that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. My spirit has to be right. And sometimes, man, I, in order for it to get right, I got to get by myself. I got to get by myself. And maybe that's what God's trying to do. Cutting off and killing those old things. So when they do come back up again, we know that this was never my source. And we know how to handle them and balance them moving ahead. So, you're not dead. I'm not dead. By your spirit, I will rise from the ashes of defeat. The resurrected king is resurrecting me. Oh, death, where is your sting? You know what I'm saying? Oh, grave, where is your victory? Right? I believe that's, I believe that's, that's, that's what that says. <laughs> but yeah. As always, I hope some people are choosing to listen to this because like I've been in my A for a minute. But um, yeah, Lord, show us during this time um, what has to die so we can live again and live in you because in you we live we move we have movement and we have being we have a sense of belonging we have purpose in Jesus name amen as always thanks for joining the homie on the rooftops. Love you guys.